Get ready for another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. This is Brian Lee, and I'm featured in episodes 8, 9, and 11. Enjoy! nice welcome back to the voiceover gurus podcast hello and welcome back to the voiceover gurus podcast you are recording on pro tools right i am just confirming yes we are we have confirmation it's been so long since i've seen you i I missed you i've missed you too it's been (laughs) i don't even want to say because people will go what (laughs) (laughs) so we're back um but i wanted i wanted to have a little bit of fun today and I came up with a whole list of questions and things I wanted to ask you. <clears throat> oh, that ask I me? Ask oh, you. Oh, no, wait a minute. And I Hold would answer, it. too. I'm going to answer, oh, too. Okay. Okay, these are, okay, these are straightforward things. But, okay. you know, stuff, just little stuff here and there, and maybe some stuff people didn't know about. Okay, I enjoy yes. short walks on the beach. Yes, okay. okay. I, okay. I collect foreign tennis balls. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> equipment. What is the most expensive piece of equipment in your studio? Uh... Probably Expensive. my computer. Your computer. I, I've got the big iMac, the, the largest one you can buy. Okay. How much you pay for that? Uh, I think it was 2400 back then. I think it's more now. Okay. So that's but a big investment. It, it is a big investment, but I've had this for five years. I never had to do anything to it. Right. My Not wife maxed work. it out with memory. When we first bought it, she put in some extra chip thingies and it's worked beautifully for me. But, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I have is that. And I have a center monitor. That's turned on its side uh, that my wife created and somehow managed to make the print go this way mm-hmm. so I can I don't have to scroll. I can read two pages at a time. Yeah, that's nice. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then on my right side, I have one of those 32-inch curved screens for yes. Pro Tools. That's a really nice she screen. She got me that for a, a present for Christmas, and it's a really cool screen. And so, yeah, I would I would imagine my my computer is the most Your expensive computer. thing. Yeah. Okay. For me, definitely, it's my desk that Brian Lee convinced me to buy. It's a Martin Ziegler desk that I paid five grand for. And yeah, and it's if you're watching video, you're gonna see. Ooh, I'm moving. Okay. <laughs> so both levels move independent of each other, and it also has racks for equipment for studio equipment. So, oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's a really big. It it took a lot of convincing from him, and he would always be like, "Lynn, you got to do this," because I have herniated discs in my neck from doing voiceover. And he's like, "You got to spend it." And I was like, "I'm not going to spend five thousand dollars on a desk." And it was the best purchase I ever made. Just don't really? tell Brian. Brian Lee. I got an eighteen dollar chair from Walmart, <laughs> which I got to get out of because all the time I'm spending in here lately, my back is killing me. See, that's not good. This is a standing desk, although I'm sitting right now while I'm doing the podcast. But yes, that's definitely I don't, the I most. I don't stand much when I do voiceovers. I sit. You don't? Okay, I stand no. for all mine. Do you? Interesting. Yep. Oh, yep. No, I'm, I I'm, I'm a sitter. I'm actually at the point where I feel uncomfortable sitting if I do a voiceover. Well, I, 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 because of my foot thingy, I don't stand a whole, whole lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes and sense. I don't really have room. You know, <laughs> I can reach both walls in my studio this way and... Almost that way. So, what's the height of your cl- what, closet? What's the height of your? It's about eight feet. About okay, eight feet. that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, but it's nice. It has, uh, 
the cool thing when I bought this house was I walked into the walk-in closet. It's got an air conditioning vent on the floor in the walk-in closet. That's fabulous. So it's nice and cool, and it had power. It was an outlet in here, and I went, Oh, my gosh. They must have known I was going to put a studio in there when they built it. It was made so, for that. Yes. So Wonderful. it's a great place. It's easy to keep dead, too, because it's small. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Okay. What is your most favorite thing in your studio? Um, my most favorite thing. I got to think about um, that, too. Well, this has really nothing to do with voice. Well, it does, but I don't ah. know if you can see that picture there. Yes. It is a spotlight on a microphone, and there's nobody standing there. And then you've got Tweety, Sylvester, uh, Foghorn, Leghorn, and all the characters of, you know, uh, uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. And those are all the characters that Mel Blanc did. Aww. And the title of it is Speechless. Oh, when he passed away. Ah, just, man, yeah. I saw that and I said, oh, I, I teared up and I went, yes. But I, lo I love a lot of things about my, uh, uh, you, you can't see them, but I Your took Your most nights, favorite, though, my most is that favorite. picture. Yeah, I would think so. Yes. Yes. And this one is also very cool. Oh, is that your dad? No, that is Janine's dad working at NBC in the 1950s. That's really cool. And that is a huge tube he's holding. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But That's that was awesome. Back in the days of long ago in NBC. But yeah, I think that picture is is pretty much my favorite. It reminds me of really how I got into this business, you know, by watching mm. that man have all that fun. And I've learned since that he was voices of things that you never even knew. He was Barney Rubble. Yeah, crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nuts. He it's was a, Yes. The man. And I, I am a microphone freak. I do like my, I just got the warm 47. Yeah, you're a, saying. It's a remake of the Neumann U87 or mm -hmm. U47 from the 60s. And I mean, it's a really nice microphone and it was about 800 bucks. Okay. Yeah. That's a good thing. Not too bad. I have to move What's your my favorite thing? camera to show you. Okay. Uh, but my most favorite thing is actually a sound panel I had created. That's and a sound panel? Yeah. That's a oh, sound that panel. Oh, that's so cool. That I had created of New York City. That and is really cool. It's right in front of me, above me. But the reason why I bought it was because it was a great reminder of what I used to dream of when I lived in Florida of moving right. to New York. Right. And so I thought, you know, I always want to be, to remind myself of that, right. of what my, my motivation, like we talked about on the last podcast. Right. So yeah, I look at that, but so easy. I went through the sound panel company, ATS. You just send them an image that, you know, you paid for right. that's of high quality and they'll make, turn it into a sound panel for you. Do they, do they do porn or no? I don't know, but you okay. can try it. You can find okay. out. Well, yeah. yeah. But see, my wall is so close to me here that I have to get a spit rag every day and clean off my monitors, <laughs> especially during car stuff. Oh, I was, I had a, sometimes I take new halls, mentholated, my wife calls them because she's a New Yorker, lozengers. Lozengers. And I say, no, honey, it's lozengers. <laughs> But anyway, I had one in my mouth and I was doing a voiceover and it was about this big that was left in my mouth. And I went, flink and click. 
on the, mo- <laughs> the monitor in the middle of a read. That's so and, funny. And then it got stuck between the T and the Y on my keyboard, oh. and I had to get a pair of tweezers to get it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'll stick. Yes. That'll definitely yes, stick. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Yes. What piece of equipment or plug-in could you not live without? Uh, piece of equipment that I couldn't live without. Um, I, I love my duet. Okay. And your duet is what? You got to explain for people that don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, an interface mm-hmm. and you, you plug your speakers into it. It goes into the computer. You plug your headphones into it and your microphone mm-hmm. and it's one knob. And yeah. you just push it and it's on microphone. You push it again. It's on headphones. You push it again. It's on speakers. Mm-hmm. For those of us who take Xanax all the time, it's a great <laughs> machine. No, really, I've had this for years and never had a problem with it. And it, it's You're just lucky. very simply. I had two and they both crapped out on me. Really? Yeah. No, I've had good luck with that. Thank and, God. Oh, well, my absolute favorite thing, oh, now that I think about it, I bought a Bose system about 10 years ago. The nice big sub and little speakers. I swear to God, they're this big. <laughs> and I've got them hanging upside down, up there and up there. And that's for... Playback from iTunes and stuff like that, or after I get the files into an email, mm-hmm. they play back on those speakers. That's cool. But I've then never that does heard anything like these speakers. But it's does just that doesn't standard. go into the category of something you could live with, not live without? No, that was I was referring back to the other question. Right, the That's other the question. other thing I love. But yeah, I, I do love the duet and the way it works for simplicity. Okay, I think what I cannot live without is the declicker of mouth noise plug-in. <laughs> I just bought one this morning that takes room noise out. Oh, room noise? Bucks. Yes. I had to get rid of, because the, you know, yeah. <laughs> especially if you take any kind of decongestants or anything, any sinus medication. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And doesn't matter how much water you drink or tea or anything, it's still, yeah. there's little kicks. And you run the thing in, it'll say, removed 679 clicks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, really? I had no, that many clicks? Wow, that's a lot of clicks. <laughs> And I have to say, another Brian Lee suggestion, don't tell Brian. Okay, sorry, I won't. But it's a good one. I definitely can't live without but that. But yeah, I'm gonna, I can't wait to use that because my own studio sounds fine, but some of the newbies we have who are still adjusting ah. their rooms and things like that, I'm hearing, you know, meow in the background. <laughs> oh, ambient noise. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, well, that's I cool. It's just a slide. It's a, a simple slide that takes it out without doing anything else to the file. Mm-hmm. So my wife just loaded that in before we started recording this. I haven't even tried it yet. That's cool. So thirty-nine bucks. So here's a, another question then that I didn't have on my list was, what's the very first thing you ever bought for your studio? What's the first thing you bought? That would have been a microphone. A microphone? Yeah, because I was, I feel as though I was very early on in that era to go home. Mm-hmm. Because I was moving to upstate New York and... I just, you know, I was raising two children on my own and I, the times were starting to change and I just said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this now. Mm, mm-hmm. And I took my laptop and <laughs> you've got mail yes. <laughs> and everything was slow as possible. I'm going to send you the, the file. He said, no, please mail it to me. It'll get here sooner <laughs> when the original days of the internet. Yeah, I would but, say other than a computer, because we were just getting into computers at that exactly. point. Exactly. 
Exactly. The microphone would have been the next thing, but I would say the biggest, my biggest investment purchase would have been my Zephyr, my Telos Zephyr box. Oh yes, yes, yes. I I did have that as well. Because at the time, I bought, I, bought, I bought Connie's. As a matter of fact, did you? Yes. So I needed a new one because you know Brian again, Brian Lee. Geez, he's showing up in everything. He was saying to me, "If you want to compete and you want to be with the big networks." They do everything with ISDN. I don't know why he sounds like that. He doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> oh my God, he sounds just like your mother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you want to make it, I put an accent on it too. Okay. Um, he said, you're going to have to invest in this thing. And it was like five grand. Yes, it was a lot of money. And I barely had a pot to piss in, you know. So my parents lent me the money and then I slowly <laughs> paid it back. Yep. But yep. damn, if I didn't have, and my first TV station, radio station, Wink, they used ISDN. I remember doing that first session and being like, wow, you can yeah, record incredible. me? Yes. You know? Yes. And since then, that's gone away because it was getting too expensive to, to run and pay for every month. And We just threw mine out. Actually, the one I bought from you, we threw it out. Did you? Yeah. Just went to the electronics dump the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's times have changed. Now we have Source yeah. Almost Connect. <laughs> I've had good luck with Source Connect. I had a so session have I. yesterday. I really well. have. They, that's good. When they first started, it was a little iffy, but... I've not had a problem in a couple of years through every session I've done through with that. Knock so on wood. And their customer service is pretty darn good, too. Is it? I haven't had I mean, I had one it? of their representatives call me from the train. Wow. He said, I got your message. I'm one of them, you know, whoever, and what can I do? And I went, sounds like you're on a train. He goes, yeah, I'm going to Manhattan. Wow. And How nice. So good customer service. And it's very inexpensive monthly fee, and it's a great thing to have. You will need that. What do you, what do you think is the main reason that... Your, what did I, what do you think is the reason? <laughs> Apparently I was doing talk to text. Uh, what do you think is the main reason that your studio sounds so good? Uh, because it's small. Okay. And it's easy to, you know, when you, when they say soundproof a room, you're not really soundproofing it from the outside in. Right. Because my closet is in the kind of the center of the house, so I don't really have to worry about that unless Janine is vacuuming <laughs> or turns on the washing machine while I'm recording, because then I hear, mm. <laughs> but I think the fact that it's small and we just start with about, I would say I go about 75% foam okay. on the room. Mm -hmm. I leave some spots open just for a little bit of liveliness. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I, you know, when I shut the closet door, the back of the closet door does not have anything on it. And I think I'm going to try a couple of pieces of foam on that to see if I can deaden it just a little bit more. But I've never had a complaint in any of my studios. Okay. Because we, we just, once I get 50% up, then I start recording things and Janine's got foam in her hand and I go, mm -hmm. I'm still hearing it back there. Right. But what I find is if you're in a big room, but you're good because you've got the wall behind you. Yeah, my my room's probably twice as large as yours. Yes, um, and you have and the wall I, behind you, but I was going yeah. against the other wall, so it's bouncing off everything and going right. all the way to the other side of the room. So I actually had to build a three-tiered divider, room divider thing, and put soundproofing in that and keep it behind me. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And my last house had twelve-foot ceilings, so right. I had to actually take a four by eight sheet of foam and put a piece of wood on it tied it to strings, put hooks in the ceiling, and hung it down so that it was about seven, eight feet above me. That's what Dave used to have at the old studio. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I have about so. 22 sound panels in my room here, yep. and they're two feet by two feet 
each, except for the specialty one. But in right. front of me, I have seven, eight sound panels. Right. So, you know, and it absorbs. Room sounds awesome. I mean, there's no bounce whatsoever. Right. So it's a matter yeah. of, you know, you don't have to cover everything, but you have to cover what's important. Yes. You know, and like he's saying, it's that continual test. You know, you do the test, you listen you, back. No, nope. You'll know when it's right. You'll know yep. when it's right. You'll get to that point yep. and go, okay, we're done. Yeah. Some of our students, and I ask them to, I say, send me the sound of your room. Yep. Send me, you know, clean with nothing and then send me with you speaking. Right. And then we go back and forth with what's happening here. Because I'm not an engineer, but I know enough to be able to get us to hear a dead room. Yes. Yes. You know, that's the important Some part. of them are too dead. It feels like... It's yeah. like stunted. It's weird if you get too dead. I wound up buying one of those booths, the ones that, what are they used to call them? They were really famous. Oh, ISO booth? No, they were the old style one. It was really like famous for a long time. Anyway, the thing was just way too dead. And and I had clients yeah. complaining going, what happened? There was yeah. no ambient sound. You need, yes. you need something. That's why I only do about 75%. You got to yeah. have some liveliness to your room yeah that makes there's sense. a fine line to liveliness and it sounds like you've moved all the furniture out of your dining room yeah yeah there's yes a... you can't have that no these are the no, wonderful no, no. things so okay yes. so here's another question for you yes um this is fun by the way right i figured yeah i like this yeah, yeah. something different yeah as a working voice actor what's your least favorite part of the day um billing hmm I'm terrible about that. You know what I do? I, I when I finish a script, I just minimize it, and it goes down on my iMac. And you know, sometimes I got like thirteen or fourteen of them sitting there. But why? <clears throat> and then we have a power. But, then we have a power outage, <laughs> and I don't remember what was there. Well, <laughs> so, let me ask you: Why? Why do you not like to do billing? Is it because you have to try and figure out what you're charging? No, it's just a pain. Oh, I see. It's just a pain, and I'm, I, you know, I've gotten very fast at it. But yeah, and you know, I, I, again, I'm working on my organization. I've got one file on my computer that says "to be billed," but for some reason, it's just too much work for me to go save as "to be billed." I just minimize it, and then, you know, a week later, I'll do it. I did it. I made myself come in the studio at eight o'clock this morning, and I did my billing. Wow. Well, and I'm just not good about that. I said all you're doing is putting off getting paid. I exactly. I <laughs> yeah. set up separate accounts within Gmail, and one is to bill, and then I drag the email to it. You know that I know, oh. and then the end of the week, look through it. Sometimes, if I don't have time, it's the end of the month, um, right. and then I assign everything to to be billed. But right. yeah, otherwise, it's you know it's yeah. tough to do. I would say, but the other day I was clicking on things on the bottom of my screen, trying to get it. For some reason, the icons some go over to the other screen, and then I got to click. But anyway, I deleted one of the scripts, and I didn't know which one it was. <laughs> so for twenty five <laughs> minutes this morning, I'm going, "What could that have been?" And then I realized that it was this, and then I had to go back a week and a half in my email. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to get better about that too. I'm going to put everything in a file. I would think, say, as far as this doesn't happen every day, but one of my least favorite parts of the day that can happen is when a client comes back and says, we got to do a fix, but it's from a script that they have this, all this ambiguous, and now I have to dig it out. I got to find it. I got to find yeah. the email. And then with some of these clients, I've got a lot of clients now that just enjoy not starting a new email, so they just add to an old oh, email. Oh, I know, and you don't see it. Yeah, and then it's like, how do you, because I already have their email classified in one month, 
but then it's two right. months later and they're answering that same email. So the thing comes yeah. out, it's like 18 emails contained yes. within this email. Yeah, and email. you got to figure out which file is where. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly. My favorite is when they text me stuff like that. Can you record yeah. this file? I don't accept text. Yes, but I'm going to need an email to send yeah. it back. I don't like text. <laughs> I don't like WhatsApp. I don't want you sending me any no, jobs like that. No. I guess no, 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 no. we're not that modern, but it, for me, I needed an email. We've talked about that. Yes. Um, what yes. is your most favorite part of the day as a working voice actor? Um, doing the jobs and auditioning. I, I know you think that's, you, you, you're not as keen on the. Auditioning is not a good I, I part love, of my day. No, I, I, I love that. Do you? It just, yeah, it's, it's just fun. I, it's a game. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, I've, I've got, you know, I did three or four or five today and you just go from one to the next, from one to the next, from one to the next. And. I'm getting better at keeping them down below a half hour each. Oh, that's good. <laughs> My favorite part is when... You get in the car to go no, home. No, <laughs> when the session ends and they say, I think we've got everything. And oh, I, yes, that's, and that's, a, a, that's a big breath moment. That's like, yeah. Oh. like yeah, okay, stop yeah. the audio file and say, okay, right. so I'm going to send everything over to you. Did you want a WAV file? You want any, you know, great, it was wonderful working with you. And the moment we disconnect in whatever format we have connected... I'm like, yeah, you yeah, know, it's done. It feels done. so good because I'm like, I just yes. made money that using my voice. That would be one of mine too. Right? That would be one of mine too. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. always a good one. All right. Yes. Let's see. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so many things I do like about this business. It's hard to. What project are you most proud of? Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Gosh. This is good that I didn't give you these questions in advance. Yeah. Because they no, got to come off the top of your head. When you've been working as long as you and I, that's that's a toughie. Yeah. Um, Project I'm uh, most proud uh, of. I, I, well, there's probably multiple. There is. There's multiple categories to that. Most proud of, funniest, um, the most fun, the coolest. Like the coolest one I've ever done was the shows I did for the Science Channel. Okay. Those were cool. Those were an hour and 56 minutes of narration. Mm -hmm. Shot in high def and just, you know, a lot of money was spent on these. Those are cool. <clears throat> the funniest one I ever did was the Wagner heat gun where I didn't know what was going on. I just heard the soundtrack through Source Connect and it was church music. And I'm seeing the new Wagner heat gun um, does this and this and like removing old paint. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing church music and I stopped the session and I talked to the mic to the producer and I said, I got to ask you something. What are we seeing? Are, are we seeing a man on a scaffold in the Sistine Chapel removing the paint? And he said, yes. And I went, you win. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy's, the guy's going, and then the security guard comes running over going, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a great so commercial. So that, that was, I said, he was brilliant at that. Um, the funnest ones I love are my characters. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the one day they called me and they said, we, we need you to be a chocolate vending machine. And a girl's trying to get milk out of it. Right. What do you got? And I said, well, I, I, she, they, they said, they want you to be kind of snarky and, you know, like, what are you doing? So I immediately went to my New York pervert. Right. As a character key. And, you know, hey, you want to buy some chocolate? <laughs> and they loved it. And it's, it's been on every demo for, I think, 15 years. Okay. Yeah. So that you're pretty proud of that then? I'm very proud of that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I added a line at the end, which normally you shouldn't do, but her last line was, suppose I just unplug you. 
And that was supposed to be the end of the spot, but I realized that we had been running just a little bit short on the other takes. So I said, ouch, that hit me below the chips. <laughs> and everybody went, oh, my God, we got to leave that. And I went, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, yeah, that would be one of the fun ones, definitely. Yeah. I think that projects I'm most proud of, because like you, there's a few. Um, but live announce, I was very proud of myself that I was able to do that. Um, Did you make any mistakes? No. During that one, there was one show, okay. and it was a really yeah, important I've, one. Cause it was, I did a few of those. I couldn't do them anymore. They're hard. I know. <laughs> oh, God. They're just, talk about stress. The nerves. So, <laughs> yes. Radio City Music Hall, I'm in the back, sitting at this little tiny table. Of course, yep. need a chair? Well, only a union guy can come bring you a chair, because it's New York City. <laughs> so, you gotta wait. Oh, a union guy's gotta come bring the lamp so you can see your script. You know, everything right. is like... So I'm Don't sitting there, the <laughs> I'm nervous as I'll get out. I'm, I've got my, um, my little trusty lozenges, lozenges. Lozenges, yeah, yes. Because I was having a little bit of like, you know, vocal issue because it was winter. And it was the Shine On Awards. So it had all these famous women that I was introducing. So it was um, Fran Drescher. She just became the president of uh, SAG. Yes. Um, it was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. It was... Uh, well, the famous one for me is, um, you know, Devil Wears Prada. Good old, what's her name? Never forget her. Oh, <laughs> and she's amazing. She's my most favorite actress. What, I'm Devil like drawing a blank. Um, um, woman asked Siri. <laughs> oh, don't, because it's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, I'll continue and then we'll come back to it. So okay. having the script, which was being changed on the fly, they would suddenly oh, change the bio. Yep. And the woman who hired me, who's a friend of Dave's, which is how I got into the door with this thing, is literally sitting next to me on top of the table. So she's making the changes. And it's like, you're going down in three, two, one, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the thing is, I'm sitting there all nervous and, and she's eating all of my lozenges. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, woman, I need these. Those. You're not announcing. <laughs> So it was nerve wracking, but then a time came where uh, Meryl came out, she was waiting to go out, and she sat on a speaker right in front of me, like a big, large speaker. And oh. I know, and I'm like right there, and she's literally like a foot from me, and she looks at me and she puts her hand down. And she goes, hi, I'm Meryl. I'm like, duh. So I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. So of course the union guys are like, oh, Mrs. Streep, let's get you a chair, let's get you a chair. And she's like, oh no, I'm fine. And she sat there on yeah. the speaker for like 15 minutes. Um, but finishing that event, I was like, wow, I kept my cool. Yep. I, I'm very proud That's of the fact that I did that. Very stressful. Yeah. Very stressful. I don't sleep nights before those. That's why I don't do them anymore. They're, yeah. Because you got to make sure you don't make any mistakes. I don't do them anymore either. I think no, Dave I, had. I, can't, I don't have the, I don't have what it takes anymore to, to get that nervous. It takes the whole day too. Cause you've got to do yes, the rehearsals yeah. and all that. Yeah. And God bless people that do it, but uh, no, no, that, but that I would say was one of my most proudest moments because of how I handled it. Yes. Um, you know, because I don't have yes. anything recorded from it. You know, I don't have right. any, unfortunately, any, right. any, but then other than that would be some of the, the Disney stuff that I've done, the singing that yeah. I've done for Disney. That would be, yeah. and there's a lot of other things too, but the things that, okay. And today in right now, I'm still in proud when I go into Costco and I hear myself on the Costco TVs. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Isn't that fun? It's cool. It's cool. Isn't that fun? I told my 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 first wife um, back in, uh, what would that have been, in 90, uh, 
91, 95, she said, I want a divorce. And I said, okay, but you're never going to get rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear me everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Has, let me ask you a question. What's that? Has any of your friends ever called you and said, stop following me? I've heard people, well, the thing is, I get now, was that you that did that spot? Because a lot of people, some people sound like me. Yes. And then I have to go. No. Oh, I know that was you. And I go, yeah. No, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't me. At all. I'm not no. the one that booked it, but some other girl yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one guy called me one day. He was on a cruise in Vienna or something. I don't know what. But he said, please, you're on my freaking closed circuit TV <laughs> and I'm halfway around the world. Leave me alone. And even my own mother. <laughs> In, when I lived in Florida, when I was when I was hot, I was doing the lottery and Ford, and I was the voice of Channel Four. And you know, when you're watching Channel Four, you hear me say Channel Four News, then, sponsored in part by the Florida Lottery, and then that would be me. Yeah. And then sponsored yeah. by Ford, and it would be me. And my mother called. She said, "Yeah, stop. Yeah, shut up. Enough." I went through and a little period up. of time like that, and people say, "You're, it was you're back to back on this and this." And yes. This. And if you, which is good and bad. Yes. <laughs> But if you get to that point, it's it's a fun moment when you're like, yeah. wow, this is you know pretty okay, I got, cool. I got a really cool question for you. What? What's the worst session you've ever had? <laughs> well, I think I've told the story. Oh, that one? The one that Dave That's was involved one? when uh, involved with at the studio with the people that were like, is this even a real studio? They were questioning the quality of our studio as they spoke through a speakerphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was constant. No, you're not reading it the way I want you to read it. And then we finally get a good read and they go, oh, that's great. That's great. Let's just do another one just like it. So Dave just played the same read and the woman goes, that's not like it. That's not the same. We just played back the same read. The old engineer trick. Can you turn up the headphones? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Is that better? Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, But second from that, the beginnings of that Ortega one where the guy said, you know, the seven producers and the one said, I'm the one that didn't want you. Um, the rest of the session went fine. It was just yeah. that moment yeah. that was really There bad. are just moments, usually. Or, um, but then I've got the one guy that I had, the one line I had to do, it was five words, ISDN session, and he said, do you know how much you're making per word? That was the first thing he said to me when we started the session. And so he had me for the hour, he kept me for the hour, and he had me do it 90 plus times. One line. Yeah. 90 plus times. So any student that I say to you three in a row, give me another three in a row. <laughs> that's nothing compared it's to nothing. what we've it's had to nothing. go through. Nothing. That would be the worst. What about worst. you? What's the worst for you? Um, I think it was, well, yeah, it was a long time ago and we were working. I was in a booth in a recording studio and... The company had this person working for them that I just, we didn't click. We never did. Mm. And I mean, she had videotape machines in there and monitors taped to the microphone. And it took like an hour to set it up. What? And I'm reading and things were falling. <laughs> and I, I just wasn't happy. And I finally, the, the one and only time I've ever done this, and I said, when you guys get your crap together, give me a call. Oh, and I left. <laughs> wow. And you know what? Strangely enough, they never called. Oh again. my God, I'm shocked. I know. I'm shocked by that. <laughs> I know. But you know, and there's there's one there you and I both have been through this. 
where we have the one client we pray doesn't call? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they're a cluster. Yes. Yeah. Well, my. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it again. No, I had a, no. I had one. Haven't worked from a long time. Nice guy, but every time we do a session, he basically line read every line because yeah. he wanted me to read it exactly like he read it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why don't you just do it? Yeah, you know exactly. Because yeah, I'm exactly. not putting anything of me in this spot. It's all you know. Read it with this cadence and this intonation. Yeah, okay. and, 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 right. I did one of those not long mm-hmm. ago. Yes, I did. I have I have an Which interesting question go. for you, and then we'll wrap this up. Yes. Have you ever lied during a session to a client? God, every every day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you lie about? Oh, well, can you uh, read this again and make it, uh, you know, go faster but make it sound slower? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no problem. I mean, there is a way to do that, but no, I don't think I really have. No. I don't think I really have. No. I've lied I, about I being shut sick. shut up and play the game. Oh, the, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's the one thing I will lie about. I've never been sick in a session that they know that about. That they know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, know, I, you just, you don't, you don't say anything about that. There's, the show goes on. Right. You know, I remember that from when I was nine and doing the, uh, the role of Winthrop in the Music Man in community theater, and I pretty much lost my voice. Wow. And my dad said, you know, y- you got to do it. There's nobody else to p- play your part tonight. Yeah, get up there. And, and, you know, they gave me tea and lozenges <laughs> and everything else, and my voice was cracking all over the place, but I got through it. Yeah. And my dad said, that's what we have to do. It may not have been your best performance, but then again, it may have been. Hmm. Because look what you overcame to do the performance, yeah. which you knew you had to do. There was no way around it. So true. And it, it's fun. The whole business is fun. Now, back to uh, speaking of being sick, I am, when I worked in radio in the city, I was at the Smooth Jazz Station, CD 101.9, and we had this huge blizzard was coming in. Huge blizzard. What? 22 in a row from Kenny G. Yeah, we, we never played Love, Kenny G. 94. No, the program director hated Kenny <laughs> oh, that's G. That's right. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. So, Mine loved it. So Blizzard coming in, right? Of course, we have to be on the air. You know, radio doesn't shut down because it's public service. So I am sick as a dog. I am like some stomach virus. I'm at urgent care, literally throwing up to the point where people are moving away from me. They don't want to sit near me. <laughs> so I get in there. And the doctor's like, oh, you have a, you know, an infection. And if you hadn't come in, you'd have to go to the hospital. So he gives me a bunch of drugs and I call my PD and I go, hey, I'm not going to be able to come in and do my shift. You know, I'm sick. This is one of those times when the PD was not an on-air talent. So it's not like he could step Uh, in. So he goes, I'm sorry, there's no one else that can do this. You have to do this. So I drove into Manhattan and did the shift. I would do a break. I kept a garbage pail next to me i would throw up yep. wait do the next break <laughs> throw up <laughs> and my ex-husband at the time came in and drove me out of manhattan in this blizzard because Great. again the show must go on yep. and radio there's yep. no choice tv too no nope. you know you have to continue but my mother was doing a two-person play no i don't know what play it was but it was in an old barn and it was just that my mother and the guy on stage and very serious, it's Summerstock's professional theater. And in the middle of one of her lines, a bat flew in and landed <laughs> right at her feet. And she did not flinch. She just kept going with the lines. Then one of the workers came up with a pitchfork and was going, uh, uh, uh. the bat is squealing and my mother's reading her lines and just, you know, like nothing is going on. 
and then he took the thing that was on the pitchfork and walked off stage. Oh my god! And there, she, nobody broke. Wow. Nobody broke. Wow. Yeah. That's per- but my father used to tell stories about Tim Conway. I mean, you know that that was his game. He could get anybody. God. Uh, on the Carol Burnett show, it mm-hmm. was just they would do the first run through for the actual taping, then they'd do it again, you know, as a backup, and he would always change everything and add his own stuff. <laughs> it's so I mean, funny. Uh, I, wow, but yeah, comedy geniuses. So, yes. Well, I hope yes. you enjoyed our little Q and A today. I, I did. Good. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I hope our listeners enjoyed something different from us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, thank you for joining us. Join us for a workout. We would love to meet Please. you if we have not. Yeah, I got to get some exercise. Mm-hmm. And take the online course with us because it's very easy and very straightforward, and really is the only way to get started in this business affordably. Right. So, and then in a, you know, twenty years, you can sit on a podcast and say, "What was your best time? Right. What was your worst exactly. time?" Exactly. And you can do what we just did because it's fun. Just head to our website, voiceover dot guru. Guru. Voiceover dot guru. Guru. Why do you sound like you're from Minnesota guru. when you say that? I want to sound Swedish. I know I sounded Scottish again. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to work on that. Everybody, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening. This show is sponsored in part by Lossingers. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.